Generally Speaking About the Church, podcast episode number 99. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the About the Church podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is DG Hollums. This week, we're here to talk about some sort of conspiracy. <laughs> I like how you like, pause it. Conspiracy! Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and we'll probably talk about some other stuff. Yeah. Maybe even play some voicemail from Fred. Ooh. Although, I think... Just talk off. I mean, I've, I, I'm sure I've heard the term. Th- what is it? Advent conspiracy. Advent conspiracy. All right. I, I've never heard of this thing. Like what it really is. So we're gonna just start things off by DG. What is this thing that that is known as the Advent conspiracy? Okay. So um, uh, gosh, there's a there's like a video here. You know, I'm gonna press a video, not with any music or anything like that. But I'll just read it out loud. Okay. okay. So this is like one of the ads. Last year, people from around the world discovered <laughs> this Advent conspiracy. Oh, wait. Is this the video that talks about the true meaning of Christmas? Yeah. Which oh, caused, yes, which caused awesome. them to ask the question. Yes. What if we change some of this, and it shows a Christmas tree and all these thousands of presents, and instead we spend less time, give more, give relationally, less of this, and it shows a cop- shopping cart with all this stuff and then cars backing up everywhere, a lot less of this, and it shows a cash register machine, uh, which means less of this with the bills, which they really did miss. And by doing less of that with the cars and the shopping, more people were able to feed families, house refugees, receive medical care, provide scholarships, mentor students, and drill wells for clean water so people could do this. And it says drink clean water. Actually, it caused a lot of this, and it shows a bunch of water bottles popping up in the planet. So instead of having to do this, shopping, stress, singing, all this different stuff, we were free to do this, worship. And then um, and it says, just as they did, and it shows a, uh, you know, and they did, and it's talking about the Christmas story. It's going too fast. <laughs> this is a new tradition. This is your new tradition. Um, this is how the story gets told. Love all. Spend less, give more, worship fully. Uh, tell our story of Christmas, the newborn king who came to earth and changed history, power, humanity, intimacy, hope, everything. This is Christmas. This is our story. This is adventconspiracy.org. Gotcha. Yeah, I have seen that. So, it's funny. You sent me a link and you said, hey, can we talk about this? And I didn't even click the link because I had so many emails. But yeah, I have seen that. That is an excellent video. Rick from Wisconsin is in the chat room. He says he almost cried saying that the video the first time at his church, it really moved him. And so uh, it, that is an excellent video. And by the way, if you click on the YouTube link, it'll it'll take you to the YouTube page and tell you what the stats is on, on that video. Advent. Advent Conspiracy. So .org, and if I click on it, do you see how many it is? No. I'm pulling it up now, so I'll be able to tell you in just a second. I'm just going to put a link in the chat room here for everybody. Yeah, do that. So anyway, the idea is, is Advent Conspiracy is basically saying, you know, maybe Christmas has begotten too uh, consumeristic. um, And... uh, Ooh. Sorry, that was the music. Oh, that's the video. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Um, and so, and so, the idea was, well, what if we actually stopped doing so many gifts everywhere and actually started saying, well, let's buy, 
let's do a gift that actually changes people's lives instead of another sock for your uncle or your another tie for your dad or whatever else and stop being so consumeristic. There's a, there's a song and I don't normally watch uh, South park and people would be like, yeah, whatever, but it's true. I really don't. Uh, but there's a song that Cartman sings and he's when he's singing, Oh, Holy night. And he's like, Oh, Holy night. I, I can't do his voice very well, but he's like, uh, uh, the the night when Jesus was born and I get presents like, <laughs> nice. and you know, and that was their way of basically saying that's all it's boiled down to sadly for so many people all over the world is, Oh, Jesus was born and I get presents right now. Right. And so Advent conspiracy was about, was basically saying, well, let's conspire to change that. Let's conspire to be able to say, maybe we as Christians would do more celebration of Christ's birth by giving in a way that would actually help other people in need than it ever would be for us to be able to give gifts that are like that. And so one of the things that they did, um, and one of the things that Tony and I have kind of tried to take take upon ourselves for Christmas is that we really want to try to make our gifts. It's much, it, it costs a lot less, and we're not just feeding into the consumerism, and we really are, it's really doing something that's from our heart and from who we are right? for our families and friends and stuff like that. Uh, and so, you know, so we've, we're, we're doing the best we can now to a certain extent. I mean, we're not, perfect at this <laughs> we're still living into it and trying to work through it but like so for this year um i'm basically telling everybody tell me what photo that you like on Flickr that i've taken myself and i'll, I'll print it off and give you that photo for christmas um and uh and so that's one way tiffany loves to make like to crochet yarn and, and yarn well yeah it's just crocheting the yarn but to making scarves and blankets and stuff like that and so, you know, they're not they're not completely free. I mean, we're still having to have them printed or having to buy the yarn for all that stuff. But it's a whole heck of a lot cheaper than going out and saying, okay, no more than $15 per person. I mean, this is like, you know, maybe $4 a person kind right. of a gift. And it's from the heart. And, uh, and, and it lets you be able to – and I told my parents, my parents were – they were upset with me when I was like, mom, dad, seriously. I mean, if you guys want to give us money, then I'll let you know that money is going to go towards our adoption. Right. You know, and they're like, well, we want you to get, we want to give you a gift. And I was like, okay, if, if you just have to give me a gift, then just give me a gift card. You know, I'm, that's fine. And I, and, and they were just, you know, they just, everyone has these expectations for what Christmas is supposed to be. Right. And I said, well, maybe, maybe we'll have, I said, well, if that's okay, if we don't have that many gifts, cause that just means that we're going to have more food and more time to be able to be with family. And I was like, I would prefer that anyway. <laughs> You know, so our gift exchange is not going to take very long. Okay, that's right. great. Then we'll get to just love each other and get to be in, you know, be in each other's company. And, and I said, and that's the greatest thing that I could ever want. And I'm, you know, you know, this sounds so cheesy. It, it really does. It sounds, oh, I don't want any gifts. I just want to be in your presence. I don't think but, that sounds cheesy at all. But that's a reality for me, you know. My, my brother came to me the other day and he says, hey, you know, did did you guys already get something for me for Christmas? You know, and I could see, tell where he was going with this. And I said, well, no, we haven't. In fact, I've been meaning to talk to you. I was like, and he, <laughs> and like, and he, he kind of knew where I was going with that. And I'm like, uh, he's like, and he's like, dude, I'd be totally cool if we just decided just not to get each other gifts, if that's okay with you. I'm like, that'd be totally cool with me. And, and, uh, you know, it's, it's just, we're going to hang out, you know, right. you're going to hang out. And that's for, for us, it's, it's, it's not about that either. Right. Exactly. You know, it's, and it's, you know, it's the same idea of the people that go out on Thanksgiving and go serve in soup kitchens mm-hmm. instead of having this big, huge, massive meal with their family or whatever else. What if you actually did it as a family or something else? Like, like one of the greatest things I'm really looking forward to is, um, uh, 
is we basically have a, a pretty beautiful relationship at Ida Spence in, in City Heights there in northern Kentucky, which is a government-subsidized housing area. And we've developed so many good relationships, at least in the United Methodist Church, with our mission that we have down there in our worship service we do on Sundays, that we actually know people well enough to where we can be able to say, okay, hey, what are your needs of your house? Like, what do the kids want or need? You know, what do you need? And and then we literally separate that out to a whole bunch of United Methodist churches in the entire district. And we just say, everyone, please adopt a family or adopt a kid or adopt whatever else. Go buy the stuff. And what they do is they send it all to Florence Church, where my wife, Tiffany, who really loves doing all this stuff, the youth group wraps every one of these gifts. And a lot of them are like blankets and coats and stuff, you know. Every now and then you'll find a Cabbage Catch kid or, you know, something like that. And uh, and then we, we're going to go out this Saturday at 9 a.m. and just go give all these gifts. And part of me is just like, man, all these people that have bought these gifts and bought these blankets and gloves and socks and stuff, I wish they could be the ones to be able to go and to give these gifts. But, man, there is nothing like that in the world. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, to be able to go and 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 share something that, oh, my gosh, it's just, it is so powerful. I'm about to start crying thinking about it because it is so beyond powerful to be able to walk up to somebody and say, this is yours. You didn't do anything to deserve it. I just want to tell you I love you and Merry Christmas. Right. You know, and this and it's not necessarily, you know, a bunch of Hot Wheels or Nintendo or PS3. It's, you know, it's blankets, it's coats, it's food, it's, you know, that kind of a thing. Man, it's just powerful. It's so powerful. So, DG, I have a question for you. This Advent Conspiracy, obviously I'm looking at this and it's called, this is the Advent Conspiracy 2009 promo video. So, it's promoting the Advent Conspiracy. So, what is the advent conspiracy i mean is 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 there something that they're you know i mean obviously there's the message of you know hey you know christmas can be about jesus and worship and and but and not doesn't have to be about materialism but is is there something that they're doing like for example i'm looking at their website it says something about you know get involved or give water are, right. are they a ministry that is that has a goal and a mission right so they have four different areas worship fully spend less give more love all Okay. So that's like their mission statement. All right. And then if you want, and, and you can do this by clicking on the about AC. Okay. Uh, and then, and it says, you know, and then you can click on each button to learn more. So if you want to learn more about what worship fully is, which is basically the true story of Christmas, then here's the ways that you can be able to experience that. And if you want to spend less, here are ideas on how you can spend less, like making your gifts right, or something else like that. Give more different ideas of being able to say how your money, instead of going towards you know your aunt, you could give um, money towards drilling a well in a place in some country that needs clean water. And you can tell your aunt, hey, and in lieu of getting you a gift, I actually, you know, you, I, I honored you by providing a, a well of clean water for an entire tribe in Africa or something like that. And then love all is just different examples on how to do that stuff. So it's just, you know, it's, it's, it is one, one church. I think it started as one church, I think. Um, but it's a one group of people that have basically just said, what if we lived into Advent, which is the time leading up to Christmas? That's what Advent is. What if during that time period that we prepared for Christmas, we prepared for remembering and allowing Christ to live in our hearts and in, in, in among us uh, by doing this, by living our lives in these ways. Yeah. So that's Very the cool. conspiracy. That's the conspiracy. You know, it's just going against what the rest of the world says uh, about, or, or lives out their way of, of taking, talk, thinking about Christianity and Christmas. So yeah. That's, that's cool. You know, I just think it's a, 
you know, and, and I was, you know, what has really surprised me? I actually watched the Charlie Brown Christmas. Right. Have you ever watched that special? I mean, I'm sure you've oh, watched it like four thousand times. Did you watch it this year yet? No, <laughs> no, not this year. I don't think year. it just keeps on showing up almost every week. It's like, oh, it's on again. <laughs> but uh, someone mentioned to me that that was the it's the last Christmas special on TV that still actually mentions Jesus. Oh, really? All the other ones are reindeers or Santa Claus or snowman or whatever else. And um, it's and, and this really surprised me because my wife and I were watching it and we were like. Well, number one, Charlie Brown is depressed. and Someone needs to get him some medicine. Yeah. <laughs> he needs some counseling other than Lucy. <laughs> but uh, but we would notice it. And, and, and Snoopy is just happy everywhere, of course, skating everywhere and being happy. But, uh, but, but one of the things I noticed was they were actually saying, you know, whenever this was written, 50s, I'm, I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know when it was done. I need to look at Internet Movie Database to be able to figure it out. Uh, someone in the chat room maybe could be able to help us out with it when it was actually released for the first time. But... They then were saying, oh, my gosh, we're so consumeristic. It's all just become about presents. It's not become, you know, about Christ, blah, 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 blah. And then I was watching uh, Alton Brown. Woohoo! I love Alton Brown. I don't know if anybody likes watching Food, Food Network. Network, watching Alton Brown. But Alton Brown. I liked I'm, him better when he had shorter hair. He looks weird now with all that big, long yeah, hair. Yeah, it's like he's going bald, but he's not. It's weird. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> uh, but uh, but he actually has a really good uh uh, a really good explanation of where Santa Claus came from, Saint Nicholas. Oh yeah, and That's something, and he, and he fits it into everything, and you know, and they're like, uh, you know, and he just does it in a very humorous way. So like, he has Saint Nicholas or Santa Claus or Saint Santa or Saint Claus, Saint Claus. Yeah. Anyway, and they, and they and they had him there, and he was like, "Well, you like red?" And he's like, "I can't stand red." And he's like, "What? You're always wearing red?" And he goes, "Marketing." <laughs> Nice. And it's just, it's cool. I think that it's cool that people are basically saying, wait a second, you know, let's, let's, let's sift through everything. You know, was Jesus really born in, in winter? No. No. Nope. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, all these different things that I think a lot of Christians would be like, you know, I heard that, but no one's ever really looked into it. You know, no one's ever yeah. really thought about some of that stuff. That is the one thing that I will share that, um, I'm surprised Stephanie and I haven't shared that story, especially on family from the heart. I, but uh, we have shared the story many times in the past, but we do not. You you go upstairs and ask our kids if there's a Santa Claus, and all three of them will tell you that, well, that depends on what you mean. <laughs> and the, You even sounded like your oldest daughter when you said that. Exactly. You looked just like her. <laughs> exactly. That's because she does it. She, she, she learned it from, from watching you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and by the way. Um, disclaimer. But, yeah. Disclaimer. Uh, if you have kids in the room, uh, please make them leave uh, or turn off your, your audio uh, <laughs> because you might be lying to your kids and that's okay. Uh, but <laughs> because that's one thing that my wife and I won't do sure. is, is yeah. and by the way, oh, what's the disclaimer? If you have young kids that believe in Santa Claus, please. Oh. Okay. Okay. Please, 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 please. And please watch us, your caps. Turn us off. <laughs> please turn off your caps right now. <laughs> All right. So. Um, Stephanie and I have made it a point. We will never tell our kids that there's a guy that dresses up in a suit that delivers toys to every young boy and girl, you know, all that stuff that because, because for us, it's not true. Or what about the Polar Express? I mean, the big train that comes by? No. Oh yeah. But here's the, here's the deal. Um, what about snowmen that come to life with corn cob? No, no. No. Tooth fairy. No. Reindeer. No. Red nose. No. Nope, none of it. So basically, the the important the important thing is is that we tell our kids the truth. 
You know, when, sure. when the kids come home, you know, from school and say, Dad, is there really a Santa Claus? And I said, well, it depends on what you mean when you ask that. Right. And I asked them, I said, you know, tell me what, you, well, is there such a thing as Santa Claus? And I was like, well, technically, yes, there is a thing as Santa Claus. Uh, there are a couple ways that you, what you might mean though. There's, there's the Santa Claus, such as, you know, the big jolly guy that you see at the mall and take pictures with and stuff like that. And, 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 and you see on television and kids think that, you know, I said, does that guy exist? No, he does not. Right. You know, he's not, there's no guy that comes here and delivers toys to you on December 24th. Right. Exactly. However, well, could be yeah well no i usually that that guy's a, and usually it's mom anyway exactly yeah yeah it's, it could be yeah <laughs> so but the deal is though is that um we tell them the true story about how santa claus came to being you know we talked about you know the 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 entire story of uh, saint nicholas and the the promise of a dowry and how he helped with that and and the gift and mm-hmm. how that all came about. And then how um, there was this, you know, the, I, I don't have it all. I usually get it out of the, it's uh, Bill Bennett's Book of Virtues. Whoa. Uh, is, okay. is where the, that's where we have our printed. You had alliteration of, there. That's pretty awesome. Oh, Three yeah. B's in a row. Exactly. There you go. So anyway, <laughs> the, we read the, to them the entire story and it talks about from how St. Nicholas uh, went and, and how he, you know, there was um you know, how he used to dress and then how people would honor him. And then all of a sudden how it got written into or or how it showed up in an advertisement in a newspaper and then how all of that spun into who we now know as Santa Claus. Right. Exactly. So we go through and it's like, now is that all real? Yes. That is, is, is it marketing and stuff like that? Yes. But let me tell you what, how, how Santa Claus. Right. Well, you can just basically, you could also say, do, do you believe in Valentine's day? Right, because that was all marketing to begin with. Exactly, which, by the way, we don't in our home. There you go. So you so, don't need an excuse to tell your wife you love her. That's exactly right. So the deal is, is that we do sit down and we tell our kids about Saint Nicholas and the virtues and 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 how that is a part of you know our Christian heritage is to is to give gifts, but it's not necessarily a part of what we do on Jesus's birthday. Now it has become tradition that that's what happens. You know, do mom and dad buy you guys gifts? Yes. Do we go overboard and buy you as many gifts as some of your friends at school? No, you, right. we're not about that. Right. You know, but at the same time, I want people to understand, you know, we're not sitting ho- at home every Christmas Eve, you know, reading from the gospel of Luke or John and, and t- you know, reading of the Christ's birth and, <laughs> sure. you know, having this, you know, super spiritual moment every, every year. Now, I will tell you that we intend to most years, but we <laughs> don't always carry that out for one reason or another. Sure. So, but one of the things that was important for me as a father was to always be honest. When my kids ask me a question, you know, I believe, I just believed it was important to be honest to them. Right. You know, so if my kids say, "Is does Santa Claus come here and deliver us toys? In, in my mind and in Stephanie's mind, the answer to that question, if we said yes, believe that, right. we believe that we would be deceiving our children. And that was something that we felt pretty strongly about. And it's like, you know, no. And this is a very big stretch. And and by the way, I know that, you know, you can go ahead and send your email. That's fine. Your hate mail. Uh, the email is going to, not that it'll be hate mail, but just it, it'll be the disagree mail. I, I totally disagree mail. And that'll be fine because I get it after I share these stories. Uh, but the thing is, though, 
is that there is there is another being that does exist in this world that, that our kids hear us talk a lot about. Uh, there there is another being in this world that you can't you can't see him, but he knows when you're good. He knows when you're bad. He wants to have a relationship with you. He cares about you. You know, and and there's a lot of attributes to God in you know that are very similar in the mind of a child as to the attributes that we give to Santa Claus. And I just, you know, I think that it's important, you know, for me to be honest with my kids about what I believe. Now, if I believed in Santa Claus, then by all means, let me be, you know, let me share that my belief and my faith in Santa Claus with those kids. But if I don't believe in Santa Claus, I'm not going to ask my kids to believe something to preserve their innocence. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's just something that we do here in our, uh, in our home. We, we do not tell. Now we had issues where our kids would tell our, their cousins and, uh, you know, aunt Jessica's not too happy, <laughs> you know, because, but, um, you know, we, we've tried now our kids are old enough now that they know not to go to school and tell all, all their, their, their school classmates that there's no Santa Claus and stuff like that. And they're very generous and, and, and gracious to people who still believe. Yeah, in, exactly. in Santa Claus, and 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 we've taught them, we've taught them that we ought to be respectful of other people's beliefs, even when they don't mimic ours, and and that their moms aren't and dads aren't bad for telling them that they they they're just trying to create something that's fun, right? Yeah, you know, and and something that's you know, and it, it's sure. and I tell them it, it's it's like make believe, it's like pretend, you know, and and sometimes it's okay to have an imagination and pretend, but. Just so you know, mom and dad will. Our desire, kids, is always to tell you the truth. And to the, so, if you ask, is Santa Claus going to deliver you toys this weekend? The answer to that question is no. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And and and, and I don't see any why why you couldn't, uh, dude. Sorry, anonymous. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, you know, it was one of those things to where, uh, why could I mean he? There was a Saint Nicholas. Yep. And that saint was of, uh, who was, I got up the, the Wikipedia page here. The saint is of archers and, uh, like two or three other different things. Oh, oh I can't he's find the it. patron saint of those things. Yeah. The patron saint of archers and, uh, I can't remember what they were, but it's just like, and, and one of the things he was kind of known for, like, I think the miraculous thing he did to become part of the sainthood thing is the whole gifting thing. Right. And so why can't you be able to say, well, you know, we remember that God blessed and, you know, and worked through this guy that was a saint and his name was whatever, Nicholas, or, yeah. you know, and, uh, and that's what, you know, originally kind of got it all started. Talk about the marketing aspect and say, what, yeah. you know, but people wanted to sell a lot of stuff and they wanted to get everyone to get in the mood of buying things. Yeah. So why not make this really happy, jolly guy who's always perpetually happy? <laughs> and who's always getting toys for little boys and girls. Exactly, which makes people happy. And yeah. uh, and then you scrape and, and yeah. do everything you possibly can. To be able to, uh, you know, our, our, our kids may com- be completely messed up for the rest of their lives because we robbed them of the childhood innocence and the faith in a, in, a, in a fictional being known as Santa Claus. But so far, I think they seem to be doing okay. And they don't seem to be upset with understanding that it's mom and dad who went you know, worked hard all year long to provide, you know, everything that they have and that, you know, mom and dad during this time of year, 
as a means of celebration of the holiday season, which it is, right. we still do go out and we buy you a gift. Right. You know, and but I found it. He's a patron saint of many diverse groups, from archers to children to pawnbrokers. <laughs> to pawnbrokers. <laughs> and he's also the patron saint of both Amsterdam and Moscow. Very cool. Throw it out there. It's and I think, that, but see, that stuff's fun for me. I mm-hmm. actually enjoy reading about the history and seeing how you know things. And I, but I do the same thing about the church. I, you know, like I was talking uh, just today, we were talking about how, you know, uh, a lot of church people have just holyfied everything. Yeah. And the original, you know, and so at a lot of church and a lot of churches, we light a candle and we bring it in and we light the altar candles, and and a lot of people. Uh, you know, the originally the original reason we light those candles is so we could read the Bible in the catacombs. Nice. I mean, that was the original use of the light. But, and I think beautifully so, we have given meaning to that light by saying, hey, we're going to do this anyway. Why can't that help us? To, you know, why can't that be a tool to remind us the right. presence of Christ is among us or the light of the Holy Spirit or Christ is a light into the world and the darkness? You know, you have all this beautiful imagery that we find in the Bible and so why can't we be able to give meaning to that? Yeah. But it started out as just, you know, hey, we need to read the Bible. So it's dark. We need to learn, let's have a candle. You know? But that's I think that there's some beauty in the midst of that. But I enjoy finding out the original uses. Of the how Christmas the, tree. Right, you know? of the Christmas tree, of the, you know, of anything like that. And I know a lot of people that would say, well, then you're stupid for believing that it's the light of Christ. And I'm like, well, dude, you know. It's it's not stupid. It's it, it it's, can actually be used to benefit my relationship and our relationship with Christ to be yes. reminded of those things. And a lot of people, you know, so a lot, I think a lot of people are just because they weren't in on that decision. And this is very postmodernism kind of kind of conversations. But because they weren't in on that decision, then they felt like that it was just being force fed to them. And that's why I encourage everyone to go out and do research and do it in community and have some fun with it. And you know, that's right. why I'm loving reading this Saint Nicholas page. The Dutch, the the Dutch folklore, and and uh, and you know, and the reason you know why did we move Christ's actual birthday from the summertime to the wintertime? Right. You know, and 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 read why that would happen. And some people would use that as just an excuse to be able to say, "Look, your your religion's stupid." But uh, you know, it. But or some people could be able to say, "Well, you know, we saw that that was a feast day for a lot of people, and and we wanted to be able to bring meaning to that feast day right. for Christians." So why can't we be able to say, well, we'll just celebrate his, you know. And Well, and this goes back to everything that we, I mean, gosh, this goes to the early, we're on episode 99 of the, this podcast. Sure. And it goes back to the early episodes of About the Church when we talked about high church versus, you know, some of the things that, you know, trying to break away from all the, you know, the things that have lost the meaning. But the thing, it, it, the, the idea is what is its, what is its meaning and what is the purpose of the traditions that we keep in our heart? Right. You know, are we doing things just because we're going through the motion and is this and because it's something that's always been done this way right, or sure. are you personalizing this and and are you able to like are you able to partake in the holiday now for example you know the advent conspiracy i think this is great be honest with you i still don't see us going moving away from buying our kids a gift at christmas time it's just a it is a part of something that we have been a part of. You know, sure. it, 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 now we're not going to go out and buy the kids, you know, 15 gifts. Right. But each year at Christmas time, we will buy a gift. And why do we do that? Well, partly because, well, you know, I, I don't want to go completely against the grain. You know, there, there, are, there are some times when I think that it's important to choose what battles you'll go against in, in today's culture and what's socially accepted and, 
and all of those things. Yeah, right, right. So, so for example, there are there are certain things that our family does not participate in. You know, whatever those right. cases may be. And for example, the fact that you know we never taught our kids that Santa Claus is real. You know, we felt that being honest with our kids about whether or not he was real was more important to us than the whole let's let's get this away from gifts. And and when we talk about you know when and when our kids ask us why do we give gifts, I said, well, you know that depends on who you ask. Right. But I I said you know this this is just something that has been a part of tradition for your mom and your dad. This is something we've always done. Where the tr- where those roots came from, I don't understand completely. I said, you know, I have some ideas and here's some ideas. But here's what it means to me. And this is why I think it's okay for us to continue to to give gifts to one another, whether or not they be made or whether or not, you know, we go out and buy them or whatever is is it, it, it reminds me of the idea of, you know, the, the, the time that we sell, we do celebrate that Jesus birth you know, Jesus birth. It was a gift to us. It was a, right. that, that yeah. God gave a gift of himself to us. Sure. And so let's remember when we, when we receive our gifts from each other as a family and from our friends. Sure. And when we give gifts, let us remember that the ultimate gift that we have been given is the opportunity to know God and to be with God. Yeah. It's a beautiful gift. Yeah. And you know, why not exchange gifts at Easter and uh, Ascension Sunday and Christmas and, <laughs> You know, it just, you know, it's just a time of celebration. That's, I mean, right. ultimately that's all it really is. Yeah. And, and I think that, um, like my, my grandmother's husband now, he's not my granddad. She remarried. So that's the reason I said that. <laughs> I just want to clarify, but my grand, my grandmother's husband, uh, has always said, I just want a card. I just want a card. And so Tiffany and I started buying him, um, one of the, have you ever heard of the Heifer International Project? You ever heard of heifer? No. no. Oh, dude, heifer's such a cool heifer. Uh, heifer, heifer, like the like, like the a cow. cow? Uh huh. Okay. Like the the premise is basically that the desire is is they what they do is they basically give uh, a family uh, chickens, okay. and they teach them how to raise their own chickens and eggs and things like that. And okay. so it, it's an it's a sustainable kind of of food. It's not just chickens; it's cows, it's chickens, it's water buffalo, it's uh, rabbits. You know, all this different stuff for food and things like that. And the cool thing about that is, is uh, like so basically, I could buy you a chicken. So you know, like I you know, I give them the equivalent of a chicken, but then I give you a little card saying a chicken was donated in your name. You know, to help this family out. And so Tim and I have started buying uh, my grandmother's husband. Uh, a uh, you know whatever a goat or you know whatever we whatever we can afford to be able to give him you know for Christmas a rabbit or whatever else, and he thought that was the coolest thing on the planet. He was like, "That's that's even better than the Christmas card," you know, <laughs> because he just didn't want people spending all this money. I mean, he's a pretty hardcore you know Christian um, uh, Assembly of God uh, you know kind of guy, and uh, he just thought that was the coolest thing that on his behalf someone that was in need was actually helped out. And he said, that's the greatest gift anyone could ever, you know, give me, I believe is to be able to know that you through remembering me desired to help somebody else. That is, that is very cool. That is very cool. I, I I think, I think it's a very valuable thing. I I, I love the advent conspiracy. Trust me. I, I, I did watch the video. I think, I think people should go to adventconspiracy.org and just check it out. And, and, and follow your heart on this, you know, what, what, what is it that you think that, 
may be something you want to change about the way you look at this this season. I'll be honest with you. My attitude toward Christmas has not always been holly and jolly. Uh, and and even now, I will tell you, um, my my attitude towards Christmas is pretty pretty flat. Uh, and the <laughs> reason why is because um, Christmas has never been a particularly enjoyable part of the year for us. Right, exactly. I, yeah, you know, my my wife comes from a do- divorced family. Uh, her mom and her dad are divorced. I come from a divorced family. Right, mom and dad divorced. Sure. Um, grandparents on both sides. You know mm-hmm. all that stuff. First, you know, twelve years of our marriage. You know, we're running all going over everywhere. the place. Yeah. I cannot well, imagine. I'm, people I are like, imagine. "How was your Christmas?" Well, which one? And by the way, yes, I know it is the first of the year, and we've still got one more place to go to celebrate Christmas. Oh, yeah. And by the way, uh, mandatory compulsory gift exchange at this one place. So it's like, uh, you know, Stephanie tells me we're pregnant, and it's it's like, dude, can we afford another present over at my dad's house? (laughs) Exactly. You know? You know, come on. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I'm just kidding. That was a little bit of an exaggeration. But, and then, and then, like, like, for example, like, uh, you know, Timmy and I, I know that I have a cousin who hasn't had a job since last January. And so, Tiffany and I are seeing, you know, Tiffany and I are basically saying, Hey everybody, we've sent out this long email to everybody saying, Hey, please pick a photo that we're going to give you. But Tiffany and I are, are just trying to be better about just not making everything about gifts and spending. And we would encourage you to follow suit with us. We would appreciate that. So pick a photo that you like, and that that'll be your Christmas gift this year from both of us. Yeah. And next year, Tiffany will make, you know, scarves and stuff for everybody. But you know, just letting everybody know up front, we have no expectations. Yeah. For any gifts at all. And if they are gifts, really no more than, you know, five bucks. You know? And, and I also, and I, I, you know, speaking about Christmas and Advent right now, yeah, you want to say something? Go ahead. Go ahead. Or can you remember that thought for yeah, a minute? Yeah, I can. Yeah, go Going for it. Going back to my dad's house, Jerrica pulled it up. Oh my gosh. Yes. Or buying presents for unborn kids. One year, McKenna had been given somebody's name and that name we had to buy for a child that would not be born for another three months. Okay. <laughs> I'm not kidding That's you. That's hilarious. We're like, well, we've got to add our baby in there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's funny. Well, you know the. Oh dang it. What? I knew I was going to forget. <laughs> oh, I know what I was going to say. I was going to say is like just you know Christmas in general. No, dang it, I lost it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. My brain is ah, everywhere. Uh, let's see here. Michelle says I personally think that all the gift giving get uh, gift getting. Giving get to be gets to be too much sometime. We have tried to trim the list down by doing an exchange. I remember. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. The, the one thing I was going to remember is just, you know, kind of taking a little bit away from the gift stuff is just, you know, talking about Christmas in general. I, I think that it would be nice if we were a little bit more sensitive to everybody. I, I really do. Just to be able to say, you know, like, for example, um, there is uh, there's a one situation I know of that they lost their daughter like right around now, like right around Christmas time to death. I mean, she died and, you know, and this is like her 18th birthday coming up this year. And so it, Christmas is not necessarily the super happy awesome time. fun happy time. Um, and it, it's just a remembrance that there's someone that's missing that they miss. And, um, and so all the more reason why we could be able to bring Jesus into the mix now 
and that Jesus can actually provide a hope and a, and a, and a joy that goes way beyond happiness. And it's just how a very evangelical aspect. of you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's cool. I tell you, I'm probably, you know, I've got a lot of evangelicalism in me. I'm just kidding. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, and so, but, and that's why I also love the white elephant gift exchanges. Yes. That is so much fun because honestly, everybody knows up front, the gifts are going to be poop. Yeah. You know, there's corn in it. Yes. And <laughs> you did that. He did that for Megan. <laughs> I did it for Megan. Where are you going? Check out poop soap dot com okay are you fit in there you go and so uh and so you know it's it's everyone knows it's just going to be little you know gifts that literally somebody went through their house and was like that's a piece of junk i'll wrap that up and and give it but everyone gets and understands that that's the fun the the true fun of coming together for this is the community is the laughing is the fun of being around other people and getting to have the celebration and making that celebration about Christ. I I will tell you, I do love parties where there is a white elephant gift exchange because you can pick up any piece of crap in your house and wrap it up and take it. (laughs) Exactly. It is, it is fun. It's hilarious. And sometimes I like to be able to find something that, that is a piece of junk for me, but I think someone's going to really love this. Yeah. And to be able to see that they're like, Oh, what? You have a Hot Wheels car that's yellow? I've yeah. always wanted that my whole life. And I'm like, man, this is trash to me. <laughs> well, let, let me go ahead. And t- since this is the perfect time, and, and I'll, I'll even go for, further for What? My, you got me a gift? For, for, Where's for, it at? For Megan. Uh, <laughs> we, went to, we went to this white elephant gift party this, this past Monday, or this Monday. And at the party, w- one of the gifts that I opened, it was a, a box. It was wrapped beautifully and everything like that. And you open it up, and inside of it is a hardened turd is it real seriously it was a hardened turd with with corn in it as well (laughs) i'm telling you i'm like you've got to be kidding me and luckily on if when you open up the box and the lid of the box on the inside and it says truck stop poop soap or something like that (laughs) and it says and and seriously for those of you who are listening via the you if you have ever participated or will ever participate in a gift exchange, if you want to be the life of the party, buy as your gift. Go to poopsoap.com. So it's $10 per poop soap. It is. Is it soap? Is it actual soap? It is really soap. Like you could and, wash it. And so if you could imagine, you sit it on your sink and when you know how it gets a little, you know, soap gets a little mushy oh and some of the brown. Yeah. Oh it is real soap. It's Mr. Hanky the Christmas poo. But. I am telling you, it is there. You have never seen something more realistic than this stuff. And it was the funniest thing. I mean, I think, you know how gift exchange do all, all white elephant gift exchange. Do you get to choose and steal other people's gifts? Yeah, I mean, it's all different, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's part of the fun part is like, you know, you get to open up a gift and if the number two wants it yes. and they can take it and the other number one has to go get another one or yeah, it can only be exchanged maximum of three times a whole time, you know, just whatever. Yeah. So basically that is. Th- this poop soap went in just about everybody's hands. It was so funny. You got <laughs> like, I want that. You, you seriously, yeah, you have to Dude, go. That, that is the perfect gift for my wife. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you, I can't even express to you, but when she was the youth pastor at first church Lexington, there was a website. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to even say this. There was a website, uh, that literally was basically submit your own poop photos. Oh, great. And the high school kids found it 
and they, of course, you know, they're going to run with it. They're going to love every ounce of it. And Tiffany is just that, you know, she's just a good youth pastor. So she's going to like that stuff too. Nice. And I mean, it was just like, uh, I think it's like smellypoop.com or something like that. But it was just like, I mean, it would make me sick that people are taking pictures of this stuff. That's disgusting. She's like, look at that one. That's a man. How does that even come out? You know, just. Megan, this is why we weren't going to talk about the poop soap. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you, gee, you're cracking me <laughs> up, man. But, you know, uh, I got to get it for Tiffany. I really do. Or somebody yeah, has. But seriously. has to get it for Tiffany because she would flip out about it. Yeah. I, I, I'm telling you, it is, it, it is the funniest gift for, for a white elephant gift exchange. So anyway, let's move on to the Hedvig conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> so so the question, DG, is this: um, what What is do Christmas bring back fond men- memories for you? And are there any kind of traditions that you do carry around Christmas from a childhood that that you you know you're getting ready to adopt that, that you plan to incorporate and teach your children around this time of the season? Um, yeah, that's a good question. Um, yes, there, there it's a happy it's a happy memory good you know for me in my life um of uh you know christmas and and getting to be able to see um grandparents that you don't normally get to see on a, on a regular occasion and then get to see cousins and you know family that you don't ever get to see the only one time a year yep. especially when your cousins was good looking and you were a little tiny kid and you're like i like this christmas <laughs> oh my gosh uh, you're just a kid you didn't know you didn't either <laughs> but uh but and it was fun for me because I had a brother who was seven years older than me. And so, you know, when we would get toys, I could get to go play with him, you know, and it was just a fun, fun time to be able to just go be, you know, and when I look back at it, of course, all, all I focused on was the toys, <laughs> you know, you know, when I was a kid, but now when I look back at it, it's just like, it is, it's gotta be so much joy for my parents to see us so happy as, as brothers Number one, playing together and playing nicely was probably pretty rare. And they just, and I can only imagine what that's like as a parent seeing just seeing your kids happy, you know, whether it's they're eating their favorite meal or, you know, they have, you know, they got a gift they've been wanting or something else like that. It's got to bring a joy. It's just got to be bring a joy to your heart, to your life, to see your kids happy. Awesome. And I think that's what we're looking forward to the most. Christmas is is an enjoyable time as far as my memories as a kid are concerned. And let's see here. I'm trying to see if I can find it. Uh, but anyway, it, it, it's something. We're done with the Santa talk. So yeah, we are completely done with the Santa talk. Uh, but anyway, time, Christmas is a time that I remember from being in the Catholic Church, a time that was very much revolved around, you know, Advent yeah. and and all this other stuff. I mean, so, so for me, Christmas has always been a part, the center of it was always Jesus. Right. You know, now my, I will tell you, my parents taught me about Santa Claus and stuff. Sure. And so, I too. you know, but, um, the thing is, is that, um, it, it, I remember it, it, it meant, you know, the lighting, the different candles, you know, the one, the advent wreath, uh, the mm-hmm. candles and, um, seeing, you know, yeah. just the certain, um, the hymns, the old hymns. Yeah, sure. And I'm trying to see. I want to. I want to play for you. This is. I. I don't know who Proge, Project is. P R O G J E K T. Okay. I have never heard of these people before. Um. And, and matter of fact, the album is. Excel- Do they sing a Jesus is a friend of mine? No, <laughs> that joking. is a great song though. <laughs> 
But anyway, um, I don't think that I don't even know if this is a quote unquote Christian band or anything like that because the album is Excelsis, a Dark Noel. So huh. as weird as it is, but regardless of that, the the this song, this is my version of this song that I love. It's I want to play for you. Okay. When I think Christmas, this, this song is, is okay. the song in my mind. Okay. So listen sweet. to this. Oh wait, hold on. Let me. Uh, so let me set this up while you're yeah, while you're setting it up. So let's close our eyes and let's pretend like we're next to the campfire or next to the fire in the living room. We're eating sugar plums. And, there you go. And um, and okay, now this is the music that we think of. Here we go. And once again, I I okay, set that up one more. No, just kidding. Okay, we're gonna eat sugar plum fairies this time. <laughs> okay, there you just go. Joking. Sure. I got it this time. It gets better. Oh, it's already good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very ethereal. Anyway, that That's by cool. far, that is that is the song that reminds me of Christmas. It's so dark. It is very dark. <laughs> joking, dude. I honestly thought with with the name, the way that they spelled the name, and the way that they and, and the, the the way they named the song or whatever, mm-hmm. it, I was just totally expecting like European death metal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> you know, it's a project. It, 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 I always thought of it, you know, by the name of it and everything like this, this artist who sings this, I thought it was like some kind of goth band. Yeah, you know, yeah just, exactly. Yeah, it's the but, same. But, but it's the the words are the actual <laughs> words. And it's and, and it because re- I come from the, you know, I went to Catholic sh- school, right, school yeah. and it, this is exactly how it sounded. That's and I love the song. I love the story of God with us. And oh. that, I mean, that entire, yeah. Well, Come Emmanuel is one of my favorite. Is it really? Favorite. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Stephanie's is Oh Holy Night. That's cool. Oh Holy Night. Yeah. I, I like the Advent songs. The Christmas songs are good, but uh, like, and, and if you're, if you're a hardcore liturgist, like, like Roman Catholic, I, I mean, I'm assuming that you don't sing, you do, you do not sing a song that talks about Jesus among us right now until christmas oh yeah like it's all expectation kinds of hymns leading up to that and you only sing that stuff like that at christmas time and that's christmas day you know that kind of a thing or you sing like one um during that during the the midnight mass yeah like a holy night yeah midnight mass yep so that you know jesus is not born yet we're supposed to be expecting jesus and desiring for jesus so the O Come, O Come, Emmanuel is basically a plea from God's people saying, please, please, please bring us the anointed one. Bring yeah. us the Christ. Bring us the Messiah. And and longing for that aspect. And oh, I think huh. that's cool, by the way. I, I like that part. <laughs> I know you like you like the... Uh, I like the traditional kinds of stuff. Here you go. Because it has so much meaning in there. It's just so much depth. Oh, did you find the other one? Oh, no, you didn't. Okay. 
Of course, if you don't like that one, you could always go for my favorite, Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> it's a long train whistle. Is that what that is? <laughs> no, it just sounds like it's a flute, I think. Here, how about I just get you into Because I think it's like a 60-second intro to the song. I wish I had an audio plug for my computer because I would be playing music too. There you go. Oh, you have one, really? Yeah, seriously. Dude, you've got some Christmas music on there? Do I have Christmas? Do you have Christmas? Okay, so this is the Christmas music hour. (laughs) Welcome to the extended edition of the About the Church. (laughs) Nice. All right, so DG's going to pull up some iTunes goodness for us. <laughs> if only I had a, an ability to bring in audio from your computer. Well, I just want to make sure I didn't. Well, I don't have a plug for you. I don't, you know, whatever else. I'm just. But kidding. here's the here's the oh holy now that I was telling you about that Cartman sings. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. That's why I thought it was the same one. He didn't really know it was his birth or not. He wouldn't. Here it comes. It is the night with the Christmas trees and pears. The Christmas tree and what? I'm not sure. Here he is. But I mean, that's the epitome of what Christmas is. There, you know, here's a definitely a secular group uh, with um, you know South Park. Yeah, but they're hitting it dead on the I know you know dead spot right there. Thank you, Jesus, for being born for the night that I get presents. Yes. (laughs) What else you got in there? It's hilarious. You have anything Um, else? I got. uh, Oh man, I gotta find it though. It's. um, Oh no, I don't. I have a whole Christmas uh, song list. Do you have a playlist? I do. Let me find the cold one. Here you go. Um, let's see. Uh... Super Mario Christmas? Yep. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's like... Uh... So this is Silent Night Man. Instead of Mega Man. So this okay. is based off the Mega Man style of music. I like the sound. Oh, yeah. And see, like, uh, let's see. Um... Does, uh, does this have song, like, lyrics? No, I mean it's just oh. like here's a deck, deck the Kremlin. So instead of deck the halls, it's using Tetris music. <laughs> I'm not hearing it. Anyway, right, here's Super Jingle Brothers. There it is. It's done by Doctor Octo. I just thought that's hilarious. Kylie wants to know what that album is called. Uh, it's called 8-Bit Jesus. It's by Dr. O-C-T-O-R-O-C. And I think if you do a, if you do a Google search on that, it's you can download the whole thing for free. Awesome. But it's like, you know, 8-bit video game that he's actually transferred into to uh, music. And, of course, you got all really, you know, I got some other cool stuff like Sarah McLaughlin and Stephen Chris Chapman, Lorena McKinnett, stuff like that, Jars of Clay. 
Anyway, so here's the deal. I, I, I do enjoy Christmas music, and, and I enjoy some of the old stuff, too. The, you know, things that just remind me of when I was a kid, and I, you know, and, and that Christmas was fun, and I didn't have to travel to, like, 50 billion places with my family. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Do I have Bing Crosby? Uh, let's see. I don't know if this is him or not, so let's see. You know, stuff like this. Oh. Yeah. A partridge in a pear tree. Yeah, Rick says white Christmas is what Bing's known for. Anyway. Anyway. So so Christmas music is a lot of fun. I, I like I do like the stuff that reminds me of the time when I used to sit and and really reflect on sure. on Christmas. You know, what yeah. what now, now what's amazing is, and we haven't talked about this, but the idea that Christmas has not always been, you know, a Christian celebration, you know, the whole idea, well, why do we, we celebrate Jesus' birth, you know, in the winter when he wasn't born in the winter. So why is that? Right. And you hear, and then, so you many, hear and then you hear the hymn in the bleak midwinter. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, actually, <laughs> he wasn't born in the so so the question is then where does christmas come from and of course there's the celebration a a pagan celebration of the coming of the winter solstice right yeah Mm -hmm. so you know why then why is it you know that christians felt that it was important do you know why christians felt that it was important to celebrate christmas christ's birth during the uh during the winter solstice well i think they did it uh you know there's a, there's several times within the life of the church that they have taken a pagan holiday uh, where everyone is celebrating and they've injected a, you know, a new way of understanding that that celebratory time. Okay, and I and I think that's just that's one of them. I mean, this okay. is this is one of them. Is we we saw that there are a bunch of people that were not Christians that were celebrating, and we wanted to be able to truly give them something to celebrate about, uh, and to be able to do that now. I think that there was also another part of those that, that, you know, just in full disclosure here that they were probably saying, well, we want gifts. <laughs> we want to celebrate too, but we can't celebrate the pagan holiday. So we'll just celebrate Jesus. Mm. That makes sense. Right. So, I mean, you know, I, I can't, I can't imagine that there's not that going on <laughs> in the midst of it too. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, I, all, all the more power to them. I mean, if, 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 if you're looking for another excuse and reason to be able to celebrate Jesus, Let's celebrate Jesus, man. Yeah. Well, that, let's throw a party. You know, let's throw that, a party in July for Jesus. That's, that's it. cool. That's cool. That's the exciting <laughs> thing about the Catholic Church. They have a feast day of everybody. Exactly. You know, yeah. Feast day. Well, uh, they, they understand the importance of being together in community. community. Exactly. And and food or, is the greatest way of doing. Or that. at least they did when they were setting up these traditions. Right. You right. know. And that's that's the only thing that I. You know, I I I think I've talked about this before. There there are some things that. You know, there are things that I really do value high church, the the traditions, you know, I, I, I desperately want to go and attend a Stations of the Cross. Desperately right. want to go to one. Dude, I we're going to do it next year. Vineyard oh, yeah? Central. I will okay. hook you up with that. Please do. Because I, if, I, if you want to help us make one of the booths, that would be awesome. Cool. But I, I definitely want to do the Stations of the Cross. I, I, I love that that whole tradition. Yeah, it's of, cool. Of going yeah. through and, 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 and hearing that and, and just... Because I remember as a kid how much volume that spoke to me. I mean, it was, you know, sure, you could have religion class and you could sit there and read the story of, you know, the 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 passion of Christ. But 
to actually have it enacted through those stations and and stopping and and having a reading and then talking and then the do you guys do it with the incense like the Catholic Church does? Well, the one that I'm talking about is an experiential one. Okay, so like uh, it's 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 like a modern version of of doing the Stations of the Cross, and it's like open for everyone, and you literally go experience different stations. Like they have the scripture, oh, okay. but um, like. Like one of them, like the last time we actually did it, one of them was uh, when uh, when Peter denied Christ. Yeah, and then he was a you know, and everyone was accusing. Do you guys do the one with Mary Magdalene? I, I the, think so. The, I think the, the, oh, yeah. Because that that's not something I he, ever hear the Protestants talk about. Well, you know they they they're taking it. They're they're just they're they're just doing the traditional stations, but they're okay. doing it in a way that's really unique and different. Like one of the stations is to go hammer a, a nail on the cross. And yeah. one of the stations is literally you have to walk through a bunch of hanging photos that are just someone looking at the at the camera and pointing like with a mean face, like you're being accused. Oh, yeah. And you have to walk through there and, you have, and you're, you're contemplative, you know, thinking about what was this like? And I mean, right. it's, it's a cool experience. No, that's, it's that very, it's cool. non-traditional, big time non-traditional. Yeah. But it's definitely the, it's the, the stations of the cross. And it does what it's meant for you to do. That sounds like that whole experiential thing called the labyrinth. Have you ever heard of that? Oh, a labyrinth? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. That's pretty ancient, though. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. It's 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 an experiential kind of worship. Yeah. But I, I but I, I, I want to do a that, traditional one too. That, that would be interesting. But I definitely I want to go to a traditional. Sure. sure. I want to I want to re experience because you know how s- sm- smell a sound. Oh yeah. yeah something yeah. like that can re. I mean, it, it, more for nostalgia. Right, uh, uh, you know, nostalgia of how I felt when I was a kid to take be taken back to that time before you know sure. I became all cynical about everything. You know, yeah. I, I w- just to take me back. It's the equivalent of a non-Christian playing with Legos <laughs> as an adult because they might have loved Legos when they were a kid. Oh, okay. Just nice. take him back. Take him take, back. Take him back, or eating that piece of apple pie that your grandma used to make, your mom yeah. finally made, you know, thirty years ago. Awesome. Oh yeah, apple pie, baby. So here's the deal: the Christmas is upon us. It's like just a couple days away, actually. And I hope that for those of us who struggle, like myself, to get into the quote-unquote true spirit of the holiday, as far as we Christians have, you know, understood it and would like to celebrate it. You know, I, I, I pray that we'll be able to do that. I sure. pray that because for me right now, I'll be honest with you, I still struggle with just how busy the holiday is. You know, I really yeah. do. Yeah, and definitely. and and I think I think it's important to bring up what you talked about, DG. Is is recognize this uh, for those out there? Just just be be understanding that it's, that Christmas is not a joyous occasion for many people, and be mindful of the friends around you. Especially if you have somebody in your area that does not have family that lives in the area and they're not able to travel home. Sure. Invite them over to celebrate with Show you. Show some appreciation of the friendship you have. Exactly. Or a desire to develop a deep relationship. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you know anybody that uh, is just out there and they're alone, reach out to them. Yeah. And I would, you know, just go to the Advent Conspiracy website. See if you want to be a part of that conspiracy. Uh, go to the Heifer International Website, buy a cow or a dog. Buy DG a cow. (laughs) Yeah, cows are pretty expensive though. And like, and the the cool thing is, is if the church buys one of every animal, then they give you an ark. That is cool. They give you two animals for so it's it's cool. Nice. Anyway, I'm gonna have to get DG a heifer one of these days. (laughs) 
Anyway, we want to say also, remember to pray for another church in your area that's not your own. Please do. If you guys want to help support DG and his adoption, I know that he and his wife uh, would love sure. to have any support that you'd like to offer. And where can they go to do that? Uh, just adoption.hollums.com, H-O-L-L-U-M-S. There's nobody I can think that would make a, a, a great father than somebody like my friend DG. Uh, so. Love you too, man. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy Hanukkah, Happy Festivus, whatever else. Kwanzaa, Christmas. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>